Well, that's okay, the best place to chill with friends to get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's Dylan Blight, joining me on the couch this week. Kieran Martian. Oh my, oh, I'm first. Oh, 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 panic, oh, panic, oh, panic. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Excited to be here, guys, with my cat. He's going to probably jump off the couch right now. Uh, what a great week of content and Overwatch 2 news that we're going to be diving into in the show. Screw the other hosts. Let's get right into Overwatch 2, the beta launch this week. Also here, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here on this podcast, which I give a 10, except they like single player games. Wow. Oh, oh. Isn't that, I was nearly going to do a tweet. Um, maybe I should still do it. I keep forgetting <laughs> every time I think of it. I think, you know, when sometimes, like, it's that thing where your brain's like, huh, and then you're like, I'll do that later. And then you forget, and then it comes out, you're like, huh, I'll do that later. And then if it, yeah, no, it just makes, no, um, yeah, that's re- this is a great idea. Yeah. Nobody's going to think it's funny. Yeah. My, 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 I was going to do the, they're a 10, but they don't listen to Explosion Network podcasts. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, <laughs> is I it mean, too late for the meme? It's fine. It's, okay, fine. Right, fine. Um, yeah, you can see my brain turn over there at that point too, where I was like, uh, Overwatch meme week, ah, uh, front campus. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, because yes, we will be talking about Overwatch. Well, we, by we, I mean Kieran. We'll be talking about Overwatch 2 later in the show. Um, we're going to be talking about studios being treated shit and um, a bunch of game studios like either shutting down or firing people or stuff. And then there's Nintendo Mini Partner Showcase that also happened uh, last week that will go over. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing major. And but, the dead have yeah. risen. Who's risen? Who rose? Who, who rose? Find out when we talk about it later in the episode. Oh, I remember this. I the... Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Um, firstly, two things that I may or may not actually have reviews up for by the time you listen to this, but uh, if not, I'll have them up next week. Um, I've had to spend, <laughs> I've had to spend today, uh, recording day today, watching fucking Stranger Things and some good stuff. Anyway, uh, firstly, yeah. Well, what did you need to do that to it? Oh, so we can record a fucking Dude, podcast Why did you need to do that? We took yesterday off. We delayed a podcast for you to watch Stranger Things yesterday. No, I went to the cinema last night and then I watched Stranger Things today. Listen. That only took eight hours of your day. You still had time to do other stuff. I had still plenty of time to do other stuff. Clean Eating, up. you can't even eat any good food. You are lactose intolerant. <laughs> you need you can. Your eating is reduced you to cardboard. <laughs> you might as well just eat bars. That's it. <laughs> you know, protein bars. <laughs> Save time. <laughs> just yeah. you know, food shakes. Just get the shakes. They're like the same thing, right? No, they, they got milk. Powder really, in them, milk. So. Fuck. Damn, you're screwed, eh? <laughs> Friday. Uh, <laughs> um, the quarry. I finished that. Uh, I finished it. Played through the whole thing. Twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. Of course, make sure you're following the channel. Um, I, it's very good. It's very good. Um, I think this is second to uh, Until Dawn. If I'm, I'm doing the ranking. This is this game was a lot better than any of the dark pictures so far. Um, it's very much still in the same vein of, of Until Dawn because you've got at least that. Um, the similar sort of setting, the younger cast of characters, spooky go, uh, spooky forest sort of stuff happening. Um, I did feel like it dragged a little bit, especially towards the end. Like there was I was about to ask, how long was it? Because it seemed like you kept playing it, um, kept playing it. I think it was playing. like... You're like, I'm almost finished when I started the stream. Six hours later, you still going. <laughs> I think like total time would probably be, if I was to guess, around seven, eight hours, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, probably close to seven at least, I think. Yeah. So, which I think is similar or a little bit shorter than Until Dawn was, because that was a longer one as well. 
Um, but yeah, they're like, it's probably double the length of any of the, the Dark Pictures games. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it dragged towards the end a bit, especially because there was a bunch of characters I had in like a central area where like shit was popping off and like a lot. Of, and then it would cut away a couple of times to another two characters who were in a different area. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, at this stage, just kill them. Because I don't care. What you've just <laughs> what you've just described is Lord of the Rings to me for like the last two <laughs> movies. <laughs> what? Whoa! Hot it's take. Cutting. No, it's a mm, hot take. Random, mm. random, hot, mm. Mm. random comment. Uh, the uh, mm. <laughs> the um, the quarry is got a lot more violence in it. I think than some of the other ones. Not even like in a. Well, shock it's a, horror it's way, a but slasher, right? Like it's built on like Friday the Thirteenth vibes. Yeah, so similar. Heavy, there was right? like Sorry. there was one kill in this where I was like, I was like, bam, and then I was like, that's kind of fucked up, but <laughs> like, sure. Um, I guess the twist, which was cu- sort of funny, and I'll you know give myself pats on back for that one, I guess. But I guess the twist earlier in, um, I think as far as Michael told me in chat that Buddy did as well, so props to him as well. Um, I don't think it's like super guessable either because it's just like. I, and I can't really say anything without ruining it for people who haven't played it, but it, like when you get it, you're like, mm, I don't know if some sort of supernatural hardcore fans would love what they've done with this sort of idea, but anyway, guessed it anyway. Um, a few other characters I really didn't like, but then I also feel like the game has to have these games are better if they are characters you dislike, because then yes. at least if they die, of which one of mine did die, a character I didn't like, and I was just like... See ya. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> because th- I think that's always an interesting thing with these sorts of games, too, where it's, it's a, it's a horror movie, but you're playing it. And then people are like, oh, I no, you got someone killed. And I'm like, it's a fucking horror movie. Of course, people have to die. Like, it's- what, what I always find is interesting, especially with Until Dawn was, was that characters, you would dislike a character on a surface level, but what incentivized you to keep them alive a little bit more was, their story was revealed more and more and you began to understand their character a lot more and their character was developed a lot more. I know there's, you know, you talk to people who played Until Dawn, there's characters of people like, man, I hate them. They were pointless. They were superficial. They did nothing. It's like, they did nothing because you let them die stupidly or very easily in the first section. Like, it's, um, yeah, I, I think there is that incentive, but at the same time, there are characters in, you know, if characters didn't die in these games, it wouldn't be... Yeah, I don't. I don't think it it's wouldn't as be fun as good. Keep everyone alive. It's just, it's yeah. What's the point mm-hmm. at that point? Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't try like, and kill anyone on purpose, even if I don't like the character. I'm just. I try and keep everyone alive. But if the character happened to die, yeah, <laughs> you go. Uh, <laughs> I think my only bother with Under Dawn, it sounds like there's one very similar in the Quarry. Is one decision kills everybody in like one go. Like you could have played so well up until the last point, and then all of a sudden. You make one really bad decision, and everybody dies at once. It's not even a bad decision. It's just I don't know. Fun to dawn. Like, it was a, a what, gameplay mechanic. That's what happened to me in Until Dawn. Like I got, I think everyone was alive until they were in the house at the end, and then one, yeah. the one decision, and then all of a sudden, like all but one died. I'm like, well, that's fucking cheap. Um, that I don't. At least as far as my experience, my playthrough went for this game. That wasn't the case because at least from my playthrough again, because I, I haven't actually looked up how different playthroughs can be and they, of course they're like oh there's millions of difference of decisions and you know outcomes and etc 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 um by the time you get to the end of the game you've got characters in three different locations so there's no way really for them to all um die in, in one sort of foul swoop you sort of have to lose them in their own little yeah. areas yeah 
So they never team up to be able to die at one time. Uh, they are all together at one point, but then they do the thing where they split up because horror movies are like, we should split because, up. Because that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. Uh, music's really good. Great soundtrack. Um, there's a streamer mode, which I didn't use, and then I didn't get any copyright strikes, so go me. But I deleted the VODs off Twitch. I'm going to upload it to YouTube, though, because fuck it. Uh, <laughs> 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 it'll be right it'll just get it'll just get an ad put on it on youtube it won't get yeah. uh it'll just get an ad put on whatever i don't care but i think i will do I, I, i've downloaded them all i just after ash was like oh we'll upload it i'm like yeah but i don't know he's like yeah fuck it you said youtube doesn't matter yeah, like, people oh, like true. to watch these you know just because it'll be a different playthrough so. yeah i'm not gonna bother like doing anything special to it i'm just literally just gonna cut just and crop it. the <laughs> clips and just dump it yeah so if you if you missed it that's where it's gonna be it's not on twitch because i took it down in case because twitch Twitch might put ads on it, they'll give you a copyright strike for copyright music, whereas YouTube will just be like, yeah, someone so claim your music. And it's I'm like, too Whatever. many. There's too care. many. Just yeah. Ariana if Grande. If we copy-striked gr- everything on this, yeah. YouTube would be barren. And I can't imagine playing that game without the the licensed music either, because it's actually like got a really cool... Mo- it almost has Life is Strange moments, which is a weird thing for this game, but there's several times where characters are just chilling and music's playing, I'm like, this is weird, like, this game's been influenced by Life, <laughs> life is Strange music moments for a horror game but especially in like the first couple hours where it's before shit kicks off and you're just getting to, the, to know the characters and stuff so um yeah i think i'd be around score wise maybe like a 7.5 7 7.5 okay. um I'm, i know lots of people are giving it a lot higher but like it's good but it's not it's nothing like anything like mind-blowing especially when we've already had until dawn and variations of this yep. beforehand so yeah I'm, i think i'm around 7 7.5 do you have a favorite character? Um, my favorite character was probably um, it was either I can't remember the names. It was either there was a character named Dylan, which I can't remember if it was an Australian one or not. And I'm not saying that because he had my same name as me. Um, and then there was another character, but I can't remember his name. So they were like the two friends. Um, it's good what, to know. It was like Australian one. Absolute and, favorites. Yeah, I can't remember the, the names. <laughs> Memorable. Like, the one of them I had to ch- I got his arm chopped off, which was a good bit. Um, that was good fun. And then uh, the other one nearly died, but they, they both survived, so it was fun. Because at first when the character was in, I was like, this dude's like an Australian accent. I'm like, is he actually Australian? I looked it up and he was, so that's good. Because I hate when they're like someone doing an Australian accent and it just, I'm like, come on, give it, give it to an Australian actor. Um, something else I'll hopefully have a review up for, again, we'll, we'll see. Um, I've <laughs> got the Steel Series. Active uh, oh. Arctis Nova Pros um, that I've been <laughs> checking out and using. Uh, they're very fucking good. Uh, I would, yeah. <laughs> I uh, look. Put that on your box. Yeah. <laughs> Put. I got the wired ones. I think the only thing that would make them better is if I'd got the wireless ones. But long story short, because minus a whole. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Uh, well, I got sent the wired ones. If I was to, if I'd purchased yeah, did, them, I would have. Like, yeah, I would have. Paid the money and just bought the wireless ones. But they both come with this, they got this dock, right? This little mm. thing. This thing is mm-hmm. awesome. So on the back, because this is, I'll cover this is what I just want to touch on the podcast mostly. But this thing, I don't know if No, I'd have to plug it. So it does light up. It has an OLED screen. Looks really nice. Yeah. Um, lights up. 
And when you're like listening to music, we'll have like a, a, a or volume, we'll have a little equalizer. You can use this as the, like to update the volume and whatever else and do stuff like that. Uh, you can cycle through and change equalizers all through this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can also have it plugged into two things at once and, and switch between those sources. So you can have one of these, uh, in the back going to your Xbox, stuff on going to PC, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, whatever. You can then switch between the sources. It's also got a line out and a line in. So you can line it out to, um, you know, Agato or something if you like streaming it or etc. You can line in some uh, another device for music or something like that. Um, the headphones themselves are like really comfy, got nice um, soft cushioning. Um, the music quality is like really, really good. I have absolutely no issues complaining about there. I don't really have any problems with them. Um, I think they're, yeah, definitely uh, still series is sort of going really well with their headsets, I think, over the last couple of years and um, got some of the more popular ones on the market. So I think this is just going to be added to the list but yeah i definitely feel like that the DAC station little thing is sort of the the standout from this because it's really easy to set up really easy to use and um makes all the difference i think for especially if you if you have a setup where you have multiple consoles or a pc and even a console and just being able to switch and have the one pair um is, is really this good. the same um is it the same thing as like mine is the previous version of like with just the normal arctic pros yeah. is it the same as in, like, uh, the version dictates which console it will connect to? Uh, like, well, uh, this is the dumb thing. So, the X, if you buy the Xbox version, which is the one I got, right, yeah, it it'll work with work. everything. If you buy the PlayStation yeah. version, it won't work with Xbox. As in, like, wait, yeah. what? There's, <laughs> the, the, yeah, there's literally no reason for them to have multiple versions on the market. They should literally just have one version, and you buy that, and you can use it with whatever you want. But for some reason, there's two. So here's my advice for anyone listening. Just buy the Xbox box, even if you want to use it with a PC and a PlayStation, because you're good. It doesn't matter. You can use it on your PlayStation. It makes absolutely no difference. But buying the other one can lock you out of uh, another console. So And it works on everything. It works. I've, I've tried this on every console, Switch included. It works. It's, it's fine. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a weird, weird decision making or something behind the scenes i don't fully understand i think it's because of the i don't know there's something i know with these ones it doesn't matter which version you got they were just gonna it wouldn't work you had to pick which console you wanted to use it with because i think it's something to do with the the voice um coding between the two consoles mm. it's very weird though that now if you get the xbox one you can still use it on the playstation and um yeah that is very strange the only difference video view i'll bring this up close to the camera but this one here says Xbox, and then next to it just says USB. So there is two USB-C slots on the back. One clearly labeled for Xbox, and one clearly labeled for PC. They both use the exact same USB-C cable. I don't know if the Xbox slot has something slightly different going on there for what you're saying, for reading the codex differently. Either way, it's the same cord, but just where it's going in may be slightly different. But then the, the one that's just labeled USB, you can use that Switch, PlayStation, PC, Whatever. So, it's weird. But anyway, uh, they're very good. Look out for my review. I'll say a bit more. But the long story short is, if you're looking for a brand new headset, um, I would highly recommend these. I'm, I'm going to end up giving them probably around a, somewhere between a 9 to a 10. I don't think I've ever... I don't know, 10 for it. Okay. So, it looks like the wireless ones are currently set for a release on the 30th of September. This nice. Um, they're the ones I would obviously go for, because who fucking calls me? I'm thinking yeah, about, I want to upgrade my keyboard. I want to get a wireless keyboard. I want to. I have like the cheap keyboard from when I was like, man, 
I need to replace my current keyboard. And uh, I do need to... I need to... To be honest, I need, like... I need, like, ten grand. That's a lot for upgrades. Like, what... what, what <laughs> I just want to do everything. Like, I just want to... I just want to get, like... And not even, like... This is, like, not even PC-based. Like, maybe a new graphics card. But, like, I want to get three monitors that are all exactly the same. I want to get a mount for the three monitors to go on. I want to get new headset... That is, yeah, of that caliber. New mouse, new keyboard. Maybe fuck around with PC stuff a little bit. Get a new desk. Get like a nice corner desk, but also maybe even a standing desk. That'd be cool. Like, there's just a lot. Can I offer a scenario? Mm. What if you still get these things, but you purchase them over a spread out amount of time? I will. That is the current <laughs> Why do you have to have 10 grand to get them all at once? <laughs> I, look, 10, look, 10 grand would just make it easy to get. That'd be so cool just to have it one day, just be like, here's 10 grand. Oh, yeah. that would Just, just 10 grand everything. would be cool. Just do, that'd be amazing. If that's an option, like, I'm down too. I'll upgrade like, everything. I'm, I'm good. Like, 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 no, no, no. I'm, you know, I'm just saying, I need 10 grand. Like, if anybody listening has got a spare 10K yeah. and they're like, man. If anyone's listening to a spare 20K, I'm, I'm, I'm one in as well. Like, so. Yeah. Just chuck it, chuck it both ways. And I'll also commit to... I'll use two grand, two to three to maybe even four grand of that money to buy Ashley a TV. He really doesn't even need that much. He literally needs. <laughs> I offered him such a good deal around Christmas time, and this motherfucker wouldn't take it because ugh, building a house or some bullshit. Is that is that a real suit? Yeah, backfired. Yeah, backside, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't want. I didn't want to say it. Uh, uh, I'm your face. I could have been experiencing this TV this entire time. Just saying. Know? Just saying, if you want to upgrade, get you a good deal. You don't, you don't, okay. This is me doing my buddy Watson to you. There's a, I'll get you a good, a good deal. So what I'm saying is TV greater than housing. That's what you're saying. Yes, correct. Always. You could get a TV on the way to housing. Do you need, I mean, a, ha- do you, do you need tra- a house to watch a TV? The answer is no. All right, get your shit to go. I mean, this tracks. I mean, you are the person who said, you know, Getting a PlayStation is more important than <laughs> attending your the birth of your child. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would never have five, said yeah. that. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, you, I remember. I don't know. I don't know. Cool shenanigans. So you get a PS Five. Don't attend. <laughs> don't worry about your child being born. You know. Yeah. Well, whoever said that's probably true. So, um, the <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, but uh, if anyone's listening, um, wants me to review a keyboard, probably down at this point because yeah, uh, wireless. <laughs> <laughs> Please send me no wireless. Or else <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'll end up probably buying one sometime in the future. That's the only thing that I've got wired on my desk at the moment, really. Like my, I, I yeah, just annoying me. Um, I think a wired keyboard's the end of the world, though. You know, but carry on with the show. <sighs> All right, two other reviews. Not bad, me. Uh, Fields of Glory 2 review by Jacobs up on the website right now. Um, not at all a game I would play. Uh, he also admits it's not really something he would normally touch, but ended up giving it 7.5. So he says, while turn-based tactical games are not my forte, I did my, enjoy my time with the game. The hard-won battles feel earned and the losses taught me to change up and improve my strategies. The build quality of the game shows real thought and the endless strategies and scenarios are amazingly detailed and well thought out. So this is like a hardcore, like medieval RPG like tactics game like and i mean hardcore i watched like some the trailer and looking through like screenshots and the uh, gameplay video i was like this is not for me at all like yeah this is <laughs> like edge empires but like 
This is like a Nick oh, game. Cool. If, if he was this in Nick. this genre, like because yeah. the fact, like in the review, he linked uh, it's Jacob. Niche. Jacob linked that they've got like a two hundred something or some ridiculous number ebook. How many pages? I'll open it. It's two hundred twenty six pages manual on how to play the game. So, yep, that's probably the most Nick sounding thing I've right. heard. Yep. Uh, but yeah, seven point five. So check out his review. If that sounds like something you would be into, if you're into the hardcore uh, tactic sims, uh, then he's going to have another review. I haven't published it yet, but he's written it. I just haven't hit the button. Uh, AA Neo Pro twenty twenty one handheld device review. Um, he wanted to write this because there's a new one either out now or about to come out. I can't actually remember what the thing is. Uh, anyway, he kickstarted this. I think that's where it was. Okay. Um, and and got it. He's had it for like I don't know. 12 months, I think it's what it says in the review. So he's had it for a while. Um, but yeah, he just decided the right one because there's a new one coming out. But it's like a, it's like a, you know, a Steam Deck before a Steam Deck sort of. It's a, it's a mini yeah, PC. Yeah, so the next Pro, I believe, AO Neo Next Pro is coming out. Yeah. Is that like soon, soon or like just announced? I can't remember what the story I was. I don't know. Because I saw it's Shannon from Press Start tweeting about it or something recently. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of buzz around it. So Yeah. Because obviously... You can get it here in Australia, so I mean that's yeah. Whereas the Steam Deck, you can't get in Australia, so a lot of people were, were looking at it. But yeah, his review is really positive from his experience with it. Um, he had to, he said he like had some issues earlier on, like with certain things running or whatever back in the heyday. But there was like a Discord and forum set up for help and you know like to get advice from people, other people, or the devs and stuff like that. Which I would assume a lot of those issues going to be ironed out in the second release because he was part of the, like the the OG sort of supporter base, but yeah, talk about playing a lot, a lot of like sort of the stuff I want a Steam Deck for, which is, you know, mostly the indie sort of games that I'd love to be playing yeah. in bed instead of actually sitting on my PC, um, be that your Dead Cells or whatever else, like Rogue, Rogue, Rogue Legacy, something well, else I think he mentions. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that, I think he mentions in his review. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like exactly what I want it for. Um, retail, I think, I think it's around 2000 Australian dollars though, is the thing. So it's not like super cheap. Um, yeah, so... I went to Amazon, it's like 1300 but I don't know if that's American or Australian. So. Uh, it's probably, I think it's American. Um, yeah, it says here, oh, I just opened this thing because I haven't published it yet, but uh, 1215 USD plus import tax is what he's got here from their store. And then, yeah, if you go to Amazon Australian, it comes up $2,149 from the, I don't know if that's a new one or the old one, to be honest, but... Um, bah, 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 bah. He says, yeah, he got an 8. So that's what he's, he's giving that. They own Neo Pro 2021 is one of the better handheld PCs on the market with the new model being released shortly. It'll be interesting to see where they take next the device next. Uh, it's the perfect companion for gaming on the go. It's sturdy enough and easy to pack. The handheld makes the most of its internal specs to allow for various gaming types while the community behind it is ever-growing and assisting new members. So um, specs for anyone who cares of this one. So it runs on Windows 10. It processes a Risen 10. Uh, Risen 7, sorry, uh, 8 cores, and it runs on a integrated AMD, gra- uh, AMD graphics card, 1750 um, hertz, and it's got a 7-inch IPS screen, so it's decent, I think, but the price is two, two grand, like quite up there, but that's probably what the Steam Deck's going to be when it comes out, or eventually anyway, so. Yeah, and the new one is about three grand. <laughs> Yay! <clears throat> people will buy it because I think. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people in Australia who are like, I think, just sick of waiting for the Steam Deck. So it's it's actually really smart of them, I guess, to to push it 
online. Well, I mean, it sounds like they've been doing this first, so I mean. Yeah, well, technically, yeah. But I mean, like, as far as, like, if they were to push it on markets that don't have access to Steam Deck, that's, like, a smart marketing move, I feel. Yeah. Like, click Twitter promotions and target all the countries that don't have Steam (laughs) Decks. So anywhere except America. That's Let's get into this week's news and let's start off with Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. Uh, so, just going to run down because there's a lot of stuff here of not particularly high interest, well, at least for me. And then the major things at, at the end, but there's nothing like groundbreaking in this. So, they start off with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak um, trailer. That's now out and reviews have been positive for that. So, um, it's good. Near Autonoma, the end of Yora editions coming to Switch on October 6th. Uh, Laura what's, Lee. What'd you call it? The end of Yora? No, the game. Near Autona? Automa? Automator? However you say it? I don't know. I don't know. One of those things. They said Automator during the trailer, and, but I thought it was you're Automata. To, you're trying to correct me. You don't even know what the fuck, what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Automata. I thought you invented a new one. Yeah, so, I, I, mean. I always invent new things. That's, that's sick. Uh, Laura Lee and the uh, Laser Eyes. This looks pretty cool. It's like a detective, um, neo noir sort of. Um, adventure spy detective game. I, I'm actually down for this. I don't. Uh, I assume this will come to other things anyway. But it's coming to first. Full name. It's coming consoles first. On well, actually, this direct was full of a lot of language of coming to consoles first on Switch, which to me reads as it'll be on Switch first for consoles and on PC. Like is how I. Yes. 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 And then eventually it'll turn up on Game Pass or yeah. PlayStation. Yes. Plus. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this will cool. So it's coming Nintendo Switch first, 2023. Super Bomberman R2. I'm not a Bomberman guy, so I didn't really do anything for me that's coming next year. Classic. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. This is another Mega Man collection. Um, this one contains 10 Mega Man games from the GBA era. So these are mostly like sort of spin-off party type, not your typical Mega Man games. So. Uh, not your mainline Mega Not your mainlines, no. Uh, the next one I'm actually totally down for, because I've actually played this before. So, Pac-Man World Repack is a remake of the 3D adventure Pac-Man game. It's coming to Nintendo Switch on August 26th. Um, <laughs> has anyone else played this other than me? It was, a, it was on PS1. I remember seeing this. Yeah, I played it on PS1. I remember seeing this all the time, but no. It looks so bad. I'm, I have, like, I remember really having a good time with it, at least as a kid on PS1. Like, it was a solid... But also, as a kid, I just wanted to play anything that was a, like, uh, 3D platforming game. Like, it was like, I played all the crashes, played all the spy. Like, what's next? Pac-Man? Let's go. Whatever. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care. Well, Give me something else. Did you guys know he used to be called Puck-Man? Because he looks like a puck. Uh, but the Japanese to flat one's mm. mouth is Paku-Paku. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Change why did, why did they change it? You know? Scott Pilgrim never explained that. <laughs> is it because, you know, uh, people would just... scratch out the, the part of the piece so it said, so it changed it to an F? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably true. I don't know. And then. Fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Scott Pilgrim didn't go that far, okay? He did. Jeez. Yes, he did. Did he? Yes, he did. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. I haven't watched it in a while. They defaced it, so then it would say fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I think was my favorite really thing from the show cars. It was a game called Blunk. Um, really distinctive sort of um, uh, minimalistic art style. It's a no. co-op game, interestingly. So you play as like one player plays as this deer, I assume, and another player is playing as the the dog. 
but they're going on this adventure. I don't really know where they're trying to get to, I guess, away from the horrible snow or something like that. But yeah, I think that the art style and cute animals sort of won me over this one. But Trying to find their families. Something they? like that, yeah. Just, uh, but it also reminded cool. me of Journey because I said like, there's, because like you're not talking to each other. I don't think it's going to be one of these games, at least from how I took it, where you know comms are on and you have some kids screaming at you. It's like that whole Journey <laughs> thing where you jump in with another player and you just got to... You gotta work together Move with that fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Get over here, I'll kill your mum, Bambi. Fucking <laughs> 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 I mean it does give like Fox and the Hound kind of vibes. Like, it, it does, and this is why I refuse. I refuse. This game's going to be terribly fucking sad. There is no way this game finishes with both those animals alive. <laughs> it's going to end like, like what was the, the the one before? Um, it takes two. Uh, you mean fucking the the prison one? Yeah, we have That's to choose gonna which end. one's going to live. Spoilers. Skip ahead for 20, thirty seconds if you don't want to hear a spot for that game. But I'm too good of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Bambi's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi is a cop. <laughs> No, no, no. Bambi's been raised as a pack of wolves and is leading this puppy back to the wolves. It takes to off, eat the puppy. takes off his deer suit and then yeah. oh takes God. off deer suit. It's actually a wolf. Yeah. It was me, Austin. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but no, seriously, I'm I'm down for this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it actually looks good. Yep. It, looks, it just looks like yeah, you have to like solve environmental puzzles and and stuff like that, like work together. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Coming to Switch first. Cool. So, yeah, if you want to play it, you have to play mm. it. Or PC, I presume. So, yeah, cool. Um, what, where'd I go? Lost myself here. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. Let's fucking I'm go! I'm to come back to it later, actually. Yeah. Um, so, we got a first full trailer for the Return to Monkey Island game. Ron Gilbert returning to the franchise, of course. They announced this. Earlier this year? Well, it was earlier this year, I think. Probably wasn't, was it late last it year? It was. Yeah. It was indeed. Earlier this year, yeah. Um, so it's coming. It's just like, hey, there's a, just like a general thing not showing any like footage. Or yeah, anything. they just they just like one morning on Twitter it was like, hey, like I think it was an artwork or something, and they were like, hey, this is a game we're making it cool. But this was like the first proper trailer like we had. Like a logo, for it. yeah, probably. Yeah. I think yeah. Um, I thought it was a really cool trailer. Um, I think like tonally it reminds me of everything Monkey Island. Um, the art looks really cool. We'll come back to the art because that's been the hot topic of discussion, but. Um, but otherwise, I, I think it looked. I think it looked awesome. Um, uh, Kieran, do you, you like this? Or? I fucking love this. I'm so excited. Fucking Monkey Island is is nostalgia to its core for me. I fucking love the Monkey Island games. It was sad that the later attempts, especially the attempts by of Tales of Monkey Island by Telltale, were terrible. Um, but no, this hits perfectly. The music is spot on, just kind of even just the, the earlier section where Guybrush is flicking through the scrapbook, just listening to the music throughout that section is just makes you all warm and fuzzy inside. And I'm just looking forward to um, Ron Gilbert's, you know, humor coming through again and, and having a brand new Monkey Island experience. So the thing, so <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it as well. I thought, you know, it looked fine. It looked like a normal adventure game. A very modern art style, that, you know, very uncontroversial in my opinion. Yeah, very uncontroversial. Oh. Very safe, even, you might say. Yeah, apparently- it seems like it's, like, going for... It's trying to hit a wide audience. Like, not necessarily mm. cater to old-school fans, but, you know, mm. hit that artistic style that a lot of young kids are into with all the... Especially when it's coming to, to Switch with, and it's yeah. going to be popping when you you know, your special multicolored Nintendo Switches. Yeah. 
So next on to the next game, absolutely <laughs> nothing happened, right? So Monkey Island, no uh, after its debut on the GrumpyGamer.com, which is uh, the blog for Ron Gilbert himself, where all he did was post the trailer, like in a blog post, and be like, you know, just like embedded the YouTube trailer of Return of Monkey Island. Um, the comments on that went off. So, well, they're not all bad, of course, but um, they there was enough bad ones, and there are some, I'll point out at least two in a minute, but fucking a good shit. Um, I'm being sarcastic when I say that. But uh, Ron Gilbert had to uh, stop posting on that and shut down the comments. So on Twitter, he said, I'm shutting down comments. People are just being mean. I'm having to delete personal attack comments. It's an amazing game, and everyone on the team is very proud of it. Play it or don't play it, but don't ruin it for everyone else. I won't be posting any more about the game on my blog. The joy of sharing has been driven from me. This was about 24, 48 hours after the trailer release. So um, good shit there, everyone. So some of the comments that are still left, because as he said, he was deleting some of the more like um, personal, like, ones that sound like people want to kill him over a fucking video game um this one here is like glad you're getting done and having fun but not feeling the art at all it looks like corporate memphis hard on the eyes and too busy while also communicating way too little important detail this late in development any constructive feedback for the art style would probably be too late anyways so just leave it at that i guess this person's like a fucking thinks they have um this one here waited 30 years for this just what i wanted to say Whatever you do, don't make it a leftive, lestive, multicultural gender BS. I'll say this much. The graphic style, this can't be saved anymore. Or we'll definitely not buy it. <laughs> so, I mean, there's more, but I'm not going to. Just as an example of. Uh, yeah. I don't know how you watch that trailer and get from. Because, no, you, know, you want to know why they've like, watched that trailer? No, no, no. You want to know why? Because there was one per. There were several people of color in the trailer. Even though there are several people of color in the original series and have been featured throughout the games anyway, because the games are set in the fucking Caribbean. <laughs> but you know, let's leftism. Let's um, fuck it. Oh, don't even. Isn't there like a sheep dude with a beard? I don't know. You can, you can have sci-fi characters as long as they're white. Actually, as long as they're white underneath. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All that matters. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It's because there was there were so many people of color and multiple peoples of color displayed in their gameplay trailer. You know, this is it's, this it's, is also that thing where it's like it is just if that's what it is, which is it has to be because there's like nothing else in there that's quote unquote woke other than there being people yeah. of color. That is the like total people just being they're racist and they're covering it up under uh, leftist uh, gender blah blah blah. It's like just say you're racist. Just uh, like in the in the year of twenty twenty two, like where I feel like most crazy right wing people are more open with like stuff, especially like Nazis and stuff. Like uh, it's just accepted these days. I feel like just say you're racist, right? Just say you just say you're racist. No, you won't even get in trouble these days. I feel it's fine. Like they're just in the world where they're taking away women's rights. It's fine. I think you can just be racist, right? It doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. Whatever. Do we need? I was saying Twitter. I mean, <laughs> it's like well, it's gone crazy. Just go. I can. I can understand why you might be upset that it doesn't look the same as the original games. Yeah, go, move on yeah. with your life. It, yeah, like it's, it's the same. People I get upset that- when you know they bring out the like halfway through like a series of books or graphic novels, and they like change the style of the artwork. Nah, that's completely different. Nah, it's completely different. You know what? Yeah, I got. Don't think I only got, it's equally infuriating, but also that's completely, completely different. Important. No, no, no. That's appropriately infuriating because it no longer looks aesthetically pleasing on the shelf. Like, you can no longer put it on the shelf and be aesthetically pleased by it. Okay, okay. It so what we're saying is changing this artwork is what is not as bad as. 
No. Okay. No, this changing the artwork is not a problem. This is this is to compare people who complain about when their favorite brand band brings out a new album, but it doesn't sound exactly like the old stuff. Yes, and that's it probably the best. And yeah, that's good. Yeah, and they've brought out, a, they've tried to develop their sound and move into a new direction, onto a new space. And fans are going, "What the fuck? Why aren't you making music like the old stuff? Why aren't you making exactly they do, the same song but with different but then, lyrics?" Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and then bands, there are other bands that do that, and then their fans are like. Why the fuck are you not making what this sounds like? Why the are you old making shit? the same song, but with the different Why are you making the same song? It's just yeah, it is a hundred percent just ridiculous. But also, you there's no need to ever go to the extremes that some of these people go to. So. No, I remember no, when I went to read about. the Dark Knight Strikes Again, and I hated the artwork. And um, what I did was I finished reading. You it. sent a furious letter to <laughs> Frank Miller. <laughs> <laughs> No, what I was going to say is I, just, I I remember just processing the thought that I thought it looked bad and realizing that's my personal opinion and deciding to move on with my life and read something else instead. But that, I mean, that could just be me. That could just be me at my way of, uh, of dealing with stuff. Dealing yeah. with stuff, you know. I, I don't know if that would work for other people or not. Yeah. I don't know if that's like possible for other people to give that a go. Maybe just give that a whiz. Just have a go. Just yeah. you know, fucking go outside, get some fresh air. You absolute waste yeah. of fucking breath. Or fucking, or, you know, I'll just go. Maybe, maybe nobody cares what your opinion is. Is what we're saying. <laughs> All right. While we put our opinions up for everything. <laughs> yeah, but it's different. Well, I'm, I'm not. Ta- we're not. Ta- <laughs> we're not. Ta- we're not attacking ta- anyone yeah. on their personal blog over here. Over that's over there. That's, that's the difference. And constructive criticism is different to. Hey, your leftist bullshit yeah. woke sh- shit. Fuck you, Ron Gilbert, you piece of crap. On his blog, like it's not even the same. <laughs> like if the game shit and it comes out, and we record Arca Catch and we go, yeah, it's kind of let down. Like blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of constructive criticism. If we go to Ron Gilbert's blog you know, and tweet at him and I've, say you fucking piece of shit, <laughs> like it's not even I, the same. <laughs> has anybody ever complained about like have, I've never think I've ever heard of somebody yell at a producer or a creator that they're rightist like it's always leftist is the problem right? that's because like, nobody never... w- wants to be rightist am I right? i don't know if anyone says <laughs> i don't know if that's a word rightist right but like i've never there's got to be something where they're far right leaning or whatever like yeah. i've never a I've right never extremist seen a game criticized for that maybe it's just because of the games here and the games we play or the games i play or, or whatever on my personal political views or whatever but it's just it, it seems like i mean um, people do like people yeah. call out like people like um What's that baby face looking motherfucker? Um, um, oh, fuck. Any of those right wing, right wing crazy YouTube? Ben Shapiro, right? Yeah. Um, the, like, people will call him out and be like, you fucking fly right. Yeah, but that's different. Yeah, that's but, yeah, but, He's that way. No, I was no, just talking about a like game. Like, from oh, a creative. Okay, right. okay, yeah. Yeah, from a creative point of view. Um, like, I don't think I've. And I bet it does happen. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Be. There are. There's definitely examples. But not. It's just few and far between because. Oh, it'd be like uh, the math. What was that big killing one? Like super violent, like incredibly violent. Oh, uh, you mean not Outcast? Uh, begins with an I though. Out? No, not Outlast. It's really not that important. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Manhunt? No. 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 There's. there's- it, it's. Um, it wasn't even like a mainstream thing. It was like a. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. So there was, there's been game thing, like indie games and stuff I know where the developers have like shared, um, like for example, like even if you look at someone like Nox, right? Nox, yeah, who, like before he sold Minecraft and stuff, 
and he's like shared some crazy right wing views, and people would call him out and blah 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 blah. Like, so there are cases of right wing people in games, but I think the most case games people lean left, which is funny because the games industry is like riddled from a business perspective with a lot of um fucked up sort of shit. But usually it comes from the people wearing suits and not the 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 left leaning people is like the, the the workers, you know? And then the the crazy people causing issues are usually the 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 business side of people mm. and stuff like that. So um then we got Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. So a new gameplay trailer showed off uh how different the gameplay is. We got a, a release date, October thirtieth. Uh, sorry, October 20th, so Nintendo Switch. And then shout out here that um, Ubisoft hosted a showcase uh, a couple days later, separately. Uh, reading from Vooks here for it. The showcase introduced by David Soliani. Soliani. Uh, the creative director of the game showed off a raft of changes to the gameplay, new characters, and two new composers working on the game. The most significant change is the removal of the grid from the game's battle system. Characters can now move freely, but they still call it a tactical adventure. Newcomers to Mario's team now have names as well, the green and purple Edge and the indifferent Rabid Rosalina. Bowser is also stepping up to join the team as a playable character. He's annoyed his army has been stolen away by the game's main enemy. Uh, and then you've got uh, composed, famed composer Grant Kirkhope is a game welcome back onto music, but he's also been joined by Gareth Cocker and Yoko Shomoyuro, and also providing tunes. Uh, Gareth, of course, did the Orient of Blind Forest, and Shomoyuro has worked on a lot, including Kingdom Hearts, Super Mario RPG, Mario and Luigi, and many others. Um, I'm really looking forward to this, but I also went through this with the first game, even though I never finished the first game, because it actually, like, it got to a point where it was way, way too fucking hard, and I grew, like, frustrated with it, and actually put it down for a while, and then by the time I went back to try and play it, that typical video game thing, of, I was like, I remember how to play this. I cannot remember how any of the characters' abilities work. I can't, and I, yeah, I never attempted ever again. So, um, I'll see how this one goes. It looks a lot, yeah, compared to the first one, uh, the, the levels look a lot more open, and the battles definitely, with the deletion of the grid system, look a lot more open and free as well, um, which is good. It still seems to have the same structure, though, which is, of course, turn-based tactical gameplay where the abilities of all the characters can intermingle um, and if you line up certain things correctly, you can perform these like big, awesome combo moves and stuff. And of course, you've got the colorful world and characters of Mario characters. You've got the big, crazy characters brought over from Rabbids because they just add a whole different element to it. So yeah, I'm, I'm keen for this. I think it still looks good. Um, Ash, I don't think you ever tried the first one, but would you care to give this a go? Uh, yeah, I might give it a go. You know, I didn't really, I didn't actually catch up on the showcase, but you know, it's looks interesting you know even though it does have the rabbits in it you know i think it's uh you see the first game redeemed the rabbits so much i was like not this is the only game where i'm like huh they kind of saved the rabbits here huh rabbits are fat ra- but that's what I'm rabbits, saying, are rabbits are good now well they're always good they're, they're like minions people like either hate them or love them they do uh so is th- yeah yeah so the the green and purple dude is like called edge apparently right yeah yeah so that's a new that's the new character well you've got what one two three who's he meant to be a copy of i don't know his new character maybe waluigi or like shadow (laughs) sorry sorry (laughs) sorry 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 hold hold up a minute did you just say motherfucking shadow yeah 
Shadow the Hedgehog. Yep. Shadow the Hedgehog in the Sega series Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. Didn't you read the Dylan, move on with the show. Mario plus rabbits, and then really small text. <laughs> and we also, we also stole someone from we Sonic. We also yeah. stole a character from Sonic, yeah. But not a mainline Sonic character, like just like a... No, just the... Edgy, the... the edgy guy who, if you remember rightly, had a, a motorcycle and an Uzi and a human girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, so they'd fit in this universe perfectly, I think, from the sound of it. In this game where they're all shooting guns. <laughs> or weapons of some sort. Next, Projectiles. Next up we got little Noah, Sign of Paradise. It's some weird looking <laughs> shit. Um, side-scrolling action RPG game. Coming to Switch later. Uh, out now. You've got time to listen to. Then you got Railgrade. This has been announced before, but now it's coming to Switch. It's a uh, train sim game. Uh, then we got RPG Time, The Legend of Right. Uh, I think this is the second one of these. I was very confused at first because I... No, there was one. No, I think it's finally out, right? Oh, okay, it's finally just coming out, right? It's taken that long that I thought it was a sequel. Fucking love that for me. Um, but this looks really cool if it is literally the same game that was announced like 10 years ago. It's like a scrapbook, uh, RPG, side scrolling. I don't know. It's a lot. Just go watch the trailer, to be honest. It looks really cool. If it is the same game, that's fucking hilarious because I actually thought it was a sequel. Uh, Sonic Frontiers got a trailer. I think it was the best trailer they've had for Sonic Frontiers personally so far. So it doesn't make me really want to play it much, but um, I mean, at least... Well, I think the thing it hinted at was, you know, there's going to be old school Sonic levels in it, right? Yeah, well, that was the cool thing. Yeah, it shows off these, uh, what they call them, I wrote it here, cyberspaces. So you enter these things and then you've got... They're still in the 3D space, of course, because it's a 3D game. But yeah, they are your more typical just running Sonic levels in these these bonus level things. But yeah, so they had that in there. But I just think the trailer as well played a lot better when it showed combat exploration whereas previous trailers are just it was showing roaming around doing nothing and then other trailers are just showing fighting i'm like do you want to have a trailer that shows you like the whole game like combine it i don't know so uh then we got disney dreamlight valley got another trailer uh, i talked about this one last time it showed up and i said how awesome it looks and i just hope it's not killed by uh monetization which is probably what's going to happen but again the trailer looks really cool this is the farming disney crossover I don't know what fucking called this game, but a bunch of Disney characters. It's free to play. You wander around. You talk to them. You farm shit. I don't know. It just looks cute. It looks fun. It's probably going to have too many market transactions, but I, I'm at least going to try it out. Uh, coming, to, coming to Nintendo Switch on September 6th as an early access title. And we got Live Alive. Live Alive. That's which uh, any sort of word processing thing always wants to autocorrect to say live a life and i go no no that's there's a space that, it's correct there's live alive um so it comes out july 27th it's an rpg i don't know it just looks like another fight switch is slow is very quickly just becoming a massive jrpg uh machine but anyway there's demo out if you so want to try that one. On. uh then you've got uh, doramon story of seasons friends of the great kingdom so this game is coming later this year I don't know if these games will ever do well outside of Japan. All I know is Doraemon's obviously huge in Japan, but yep. I don't know how they do in the West. But yeah, Doraemon, cute character. It's a farming game though, so I don't know. Minecraft Legends showed up for a quick bit. It's coming to Switch next year, so that's good because makes sense. Makes sense. Um, cool trailer. Do you reckon it's coming to the, the PlayStation? I assume it's coming to everything, yeah. Because uh, they've yeah, they already so. said that Minecraft is because Dungeons be. did, yeah, right, yeah. So Minecraft is, and until they go back on what they said, will always be a multi-platform game. Even though Xbox owns it, yeah. 
Makes sense. And they proved that by, yeah, as you said, putting dungeons was on everything, so. Dragon Quest Treasure was announced. This is a spin-off to Dragon Quest franchise. You recruit monsters to help track down loot and can ride fly and help your monsters in battle. Uh, there's a base building element. Um, there's rarity to creatures, which gives you more money. It looked kind of cool. I'm not, like, here or there on it. Wait, so this is different to the Dragon Quest, other Dragon Quest building game, right? Uh, what the fuck's that called? Um, builders. Yeah, builders. Uh, yeah, this okay. is, this is different to that. Cause builders is, yeah, this is a, Builders is actually focused on building and stuff. This looks like it's focused on uh, sort of exploring and solving puzzles using your creatures and then like sort of capturing other ones, I guess, to solve other puzzles and stuff and then using them in battles. I don't know. Okay. It looks all right. It didn't look great, but it, yeah. it, like I'm sure it will do really well with the, the Dragon, ba- Dragon Quest. Huge fan base in Japan again. So like massive in Japan. So. Yes. Still have no idea if they're massive outside, but. Good enough to bring. Uh, we got hype montage. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes is out now. No Man's Sky is coming Hoip. October seventh. Three holes. Plague Tale Requiem Cloud version comes October eighteenth. Not to Australia. And Captain Velvet Meteor: The Jump Plus Dimensions comes July twenty eighth. Whatever the fuck that title is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Portal Companion Collection out now. So you can play all the <gasps> companion uh, the Portal games on the Switch. Uh, trailer was quite funny. It's uh. Because uh, at some point, Gladys says uh, she wanted to call the game the Why Do You Keep Killing Me collection, which I thought was quite a funny little... Uh, Spoilers. Oh, sorry. This is fucking <laughs> spoiler for the trailer. Well, Jesus Christ. Uh, then we got Harvestella. Harvestella. It's a RPG farming game. <laughs> it's fucking... It's a mean, lot of farming. Man. A lot of farming mm-hmm. in this mini show. impact Stardew oh. Valley has had on the games industry, am I right? Mm-hmm. Sure, Harvest Moon like was the OG, but you know, Saji Valley. I'm not gonna like, lie though, this game looked pretty great. <laughs> it's not like Final Fantasy, it's, but, it's but yeah, it's like, like farming, and then you have like a full-on Final Fantasy esque adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But farming. <laughs> um, and Shout out to Ryan Benson, who loves his farming sims. Yeah, you won't play these though. This is too weird. Best of both worlds. Uh, November two Japanese fourth comes out. And then the showcase Ooh, ended with the huge announcement that actually leaked right before the showcase started. So love that for them. Uh, Persona 5 Royal is coming to the Nintendo Switch on October 21st. Fans can finally stop nagging. Thank God. I mean, Persona 5 never comes to the Nintendo Switch, so. Okay. The, no, the superior Persona 5 Royale. I'm just saying, 5 never came. <laughs> And Remember when back in the, the day when they were thinking of- for Persona 5S was going to be with the Switch? Persona 5R. And then 5R. that didn't come to the Switch for three years. <laughs> uh, Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable will also be coming sometime in the future. So I don't think this was all too shocking after the, the Xbox announcement stuff. I mean, it is a little shocking that Royal is able to run on the Switch. Not really. I wouldn't say... It's a big game, though, so, I mean... It's a big game, but there's never that much going on at once, if that makes sense. Like, Mm. there's never, like, that much, I would say, is graphically intensive or lots of stuff going on. Like, maybe in walking around Shibuya or or some of the more populated areas, there'll just be less people. Yeah. Um, But... Why is this... 
transition barren. It's really weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is this place just dead? Um, but no, I think other than that, I think there will be. Um, you know, it's capable. It'll of be doing easier it. because it'll be easier to find the people think, you need to talk to. Even though this is <laughs> this is a big thing for Nintendo, does anybody think this is like a little bit lackluster for the end of their showcase? Um, like no. in terms of, no. it's big news for Nintendo, but it's not as big because we've had pretty much the same announcement for Xbox a little bit before. I'm gonna say no solely because this is something people have <clears> been <throat> nagging for years for. So if something someone if if something that fans have been nagging for years for isn't worthy of being put at the end, then what the fuck is really? You know. Mm. Mm. Here it is. You know, like it's, it's interesting that it's finally happening. Like. Especially with Atlas coming out in like the last week and saying like like, hey, we're gonna start making My movies and TV shows about our properties. We're gonna make Persona TV shows what? and possibly a Catherine. Persona TV show, is already which a TV like a bad show. Idea. Not an anime though. Like, live action. Persona live is action. already anime. But they want it live action. Oh. They want it to reach non fan base, basically. It's gonna be terrible. It's, yes, that is gonna be terrible. It's going to be really bad. The absurdist nature of Persona stuff is not going to come through well. I think you could But do also, you have to choose which storyline you're going to go with. You know? Yeah. Who's he going to... Who, you're going to have to give him a name. And then who's he going to be with? I guess the, the thing is, right, there's, like, the overarching... Um, in the anime, though, they just... The overarching story of Persona doesn't change. Yeah, they... I think in the anime, they the just call the changes in you, Persona 5 Royal... Why you eat? There's only minor changes in Royal, but, you know, I'm not going to say those because of... Ashley Hobley and the audience. Mm, A lot of the audience probably played the superior version of Persona Five. They should just do a spin-off, like a sequel animated series. They did a spin-off. It was called Persona Five Strikers. Didn't they? They should do a Strikers (laughs) spin-off. Isn't it? Can't you get on DVD? Like, isn't there just like the movie version of Persona Five where they just put all the anime? Short like cutscenes into. Well, they did the actual anime. They did an actual anime. Exactly. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is an actual anime. You can find it on a shelf at your local. So they should just do a sequel, you know, because they're not going to make a Persona Five Two. I don't think. I like how you back that. You back that up at the very last second. You're like, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So they will not do a Persona Five Two. I don't think they will either. But never know. Um, and that was it. So that was a partner direct. Did it like, decent? Where was Zelda? Bullshit. There was actually people. You can't joke because people seriously say that shit. So. Oh yeah, I can't imagine. This was. It wasn't like a live broadcast. It was like a vod. You know. It was just a video uploaded. Like yeah, that was the thing. They were like, eh, we don't. We're, like, we're not even going yeah. to do it live. No live chat. So yeah. save everybody. But. Wouldn't want to go through the comments as well. I'm saying. No. Yes, correct. Um, all right. Spell break. Shutting down. Studio to be absorbed by Blizzard. Ugh. So, and then Taku gets writes, absorbed by Xbox. Spell break. <laughs> the magic based battle royale is spell broken. Good job. Who wrote this? Ari Notice. No, no. Yeah, Notice. Uh, sh- Damn, calling him out. Shutting, shutting down early next year. Developer probably. Oh my god, I've never had to say it out loud. Probably after. Polarity yet? Announced in a blog post. Also, the whole studio is getting absorbed by Blizzard. The result of an intended, acqui- an intended acquisition meant to be to beef up development of World of Warcraft. 
news about shutdowns is always a bummer, but this one hits, hits a little harder for me than the rest. Sprawl Break isn't just a refreshingly unique entry in the crowd of Battle Royale, but hurling spells become Royale Battlers. It was also one of the few games that soothed the dark days of the pandemic. Um, so yeah, I don't really know... Where is it here? Later this year... Are you year, supposed to legally be able to do that? Uh, yes. While you're being acquired? Yeah. By other things? Yes. I, I don't think any of us know for sure. No, you know, <laughs> to be able to. No, we don't know. Um, it's like, we're doing all this paperwork to figure out if this is, you know, this acquisition can go through. Yeah. And we're like, hey, let's buy some more shit to add to this halfway through the process. Well, yeah. And then it says, like, also, it's like, it's un- they say here, it's unclear when the game will close servers. And when Kotaku requests a comment, they didn't even say. So it's a bit weird to, especially for fans of a game, I feel, to announce that Stuart. Just kill it. The game's been killed. We don't know when it's ending. Could be today. Could be tomorrow. Could be six months from now. Um, it's like, well, are people just going to keep playing? Do you think they do that though, with hopes that they're going to say, "Fuck it, we're just going to like we're going to keep it alive." Just, it's moving over the gonna, barrel. Yeah, now. they're going to say maybe if we threaten this, we're going to you yeah. know revitalize it and and pump it no, back up. Because the, the story is well, the story is Blizzard's buying them literally just to have them help push out expansions for World of Warcraft faster. So. I I don't think you'd buy them to do that job and then let them keep doing this game. Because a live service game is something that requires... You know, it's not like, oh, finish your game! But it never ends, you know? So, um, so yeah. If you liked that game, which... I know, like... Um, I never really... I, every time I tried playing it because it didn't have Australian servers, the... Um, I think the ping was upwards of close to 300, so that kind of killed the experience, at least here, so... But from I watched had it on the background a couple of times when it launched and had some streams on and like people having fun and um, in general I liked the idea of it just needed a closer server <laughs> than not America or wherever um, would have been good to work uh, and then this is the other interesting one so Niantic this week announced the game and then also cancelled games and let a bunch of stuff go which is hand-in-hand hand, a weird combination of stories. So I don't really know what I'll tackle them, but the game they announced is iGen writes here, Pokemon Go creator Niantic announces NBA All World. Yep, just that, that tile sink in for a second. Uh, so NBA All World, where players will walk around the real world meeting basketball stars instead of pocket monsters or Pikmin. The game looks visually... This is fucking terrible. <laughs> it looks visually very similar <laughs> to Pokemon Go, and Niantic revealed a handful of screenshots. Alongside a brief trailer, in them the player can be seen encountering Nikola Jokic and Draymond Green. Jokic, Jokic, whatever. Fine. Nikola Jokic, yeah. got him. The Joker. Uh, Poker stop equivalent Joker. in-game locations. Poker stop equivalent in-game locations Ooh. will be found at basketball courts and sporting goods stores, among other places. And players can pick up new items and upgrades for their NBA or blacktop games, or just cosmetic items to spruce up the avatar. The likes of Stephen Curry and Jason Tatum. Can also be Stephen. seen, yeah. Do I get it right? Steph or just Steph Curry? Sure. Uh, can also be seen outside of the main world <laughs> map, likely showing off the game's version of gyms from Pokemon Go, where players battle against NBA stars. Uh, you hate this, Karen? Or? Have they battled by dunking their phones into the concrete? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want to know what the gameplay is. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a mini game, like a mini basketball game, right? But are you, are you like throwing? Nets at them, a cash them to like catch the 
no, basketball players. I'm assuming you're just like you're just you're not catching anything. I, it, I want to um I want to know what the NBA rap is if it's like the Pokemon rap or not. I mean, I'm sure you can these are all joking, but I bet this one does well. No, it's going to do. I'm going to say this does There's well. There's no shot it does. Well. I think it'll do well. No, I don't to start think this doesn't do It won't well. have the length. It won't have the tail. I don't think it. But they've got official well NBA on the American market. Like, I don't think it does well beyond the American market. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. American, so yeah. You no, know, games can't build success just off that that market alone. Sure they can. No, if the if if the costs are very low. Oh yeah, NBA is uh, very licensing fun. NBA. Licensing NBA superstars. Where sorry, that that Jokic guy, the person that you know, yeah. fucking Dylan couldn't pronounce the name, just signed a contract worth two hundred and sixty-five million dollars. Part of that deal is, you know, he gives his likeness to the he NBA should. to do whatever. <laughs> he licenses his likeness to to this game. Fucking. He should give us twenty grand, a hundred percent. He should chuck us the twenty grand. Get us, you know what? We'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> it really does seem like such a small amount when you say someone's getting paid that much money, so. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's over several years. Yeah, well, I can take the. It's over it's several years. It's still probably, when, I think it's like either four to seven years, and when you divide it down, it's still an obscene amount of money in across a year. But they play like 80-something games a year, so I mean, that's. Look, I'm just going to say out there, if anyone's got like a, a winning lotto ticket, <laughs> I'm, it's still very high. I'll take the one mil. I'm not after the ten mil ticket, the two, five. I'll just take the one mil ticket. You know? Like, I'm not greedy. I'm good at mm. one mil. So. Uh, so, then Kotaku writes, the mobile game company behind Pokemon Go, Niantic, is struggling to find its next big hit. And now, a new report claims... The not st- anymore. <laughs> and now, a new report claims the studio cancelled multiple projects and laid off staff members in an effort to, quote-unquote, streamline operations. The San Francisco-based publisher cut 85 to 90 jobs and cancelled four in-development games, including a Transformers spin-off announced last year called Heavy Metal, according to a Bloomberg report published today. Bloomberg further reported that an email was sent from CEO John Hankey to staff that said the company was, quote, facing a time of economic turmoil, end quote, and that after previous efforts to cut costs, Niantic still needed to, quote, Further streamline our operations in order to best position the company to weather any economic storms that may lie ahead, end quote. Other reportedly cancelled games include Hamlet, a planned collaboration between Niantic and the theatre company Punchdrug, and Blue Sky and Snowball, but it's unclear if those were planned titles or internal code names. Niantic found big success, of course, with 2016's AI powered Pokemon Go, but still hasn't been able to replicate that success. In 2019, the studio released Harry Potter Wizards Unite, but never found a larger audience, and was eventually shut down earlier this year. All the games based on Pikmin and Catan have also failed to set the so world on fire. If, if Harry Potter failed, NBA's fucked. NBA is bigger than and Harry Potter. I don't think the <laughs> NBA has done anything, any tran- anything transphobic, so I think it, yeah, it's fine. Right. Yeah. Nah, even with the transphobic stuff, the Harry Potter still has more reach with people that either are not aware of the transphobic issues or don't, you know, like with children and stuff. There are more kids that want to play Harry Potter stuff than there are kids that want to b-ball it up. In but grown on, adults will throw a bunch. Of, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. I'm disappointed that Transformers 1 didn't work out. That seems like something that would have worked. You know, potentially. 
Like, imagine you're in AR, you look at a car, and then it transforms into a transformer. That would have been cool. I'm also very disappointed this Hamlet project has uh, fallen through because I assumed that was you collect all the different adaptations of Hamlet that have ever been made. <laughs> I don't. I feel like Niantic's problem is they had a really good success with uh, Pokemon Go, but the gameplay and IP, a super popular IP, of course, which helped them, um, mixed hand in hand, and they keep trying to put other IPs replicate and replicate the same where... gameplay ideas. Yeah. One thing every Pokemon fan fucking dreams of is being able to walk out and to have go on adventures in the real world and catch Pokemon. You know, it's the closest we will ever be and most likely, sadly, ever going to get to like a Pokemon MMO is mm. Pokemon Go. Yep. Like realistically speaking, every fan wants it. Does every fan in who watches NBA want to walk around the real world meeting NBA stars all the time? I think so. Cool, that's great <laughs> for like... That's great. For they like don't want to meet days, digital right? little but, versions of their NBA stars. Yeah, like it's the thing with these games is you need to launch with the big, a massive audience, get as many people playing the game as possible, and then slowly, slowly, it like whittles down to the regular base to keep the game alive. Mm. Pokemon Go had an extraordinary release. Also. Pokemon Go had, like, the perfect release, right? It was, like, pre-pandemic. It was the first thing of really its kind that had massive success. Is that like um, Pokemon? You, uh, like in Star Wars, they have, like, YBV, like, years before Yavin and stuff. We got, yes. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Pandemic. I think I think post, so we're, post-pandemic we're is post such pandemic a... We're post-pandemic one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You watch... So when we finish off living out these years... The kids need to watch these years first before they can watch the the pre-pandemic years to understand what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Um, To put in perspective, though, as far as... So Pokemon did have, like, a great launch, but money-wise, 2017, they made $278 million. 2018, they made $336 million. This is only off Pokemon Go, by the way. 2019, $399 million. 2020, $479 million. And so far, uh, oh, sorry, in 2021, they made $642 million, And they've uh, apparently already made more than 2021 with half the year to go, so far in 2022. So the game has rose every year. The money's gone up and up. It's never dipped at all. It's always mm. gone up nearly 20% or over 20% increase. It's because all you fools get suckered in and then you're buying all these passes to get shinies that you don't get gotta get me gotta spin me stops gotta gotta, gotta buy me pokeballs pokies. mate i do not buy pokeballs that's, all, that's pokeballs. an absolute waste of money <laughs> gotta, no. gotta buy gotta my incubators no, that's a waste of money too. yeah gotta incubate these eggs i can't i don't have enough i don't have time i need the like the pass so i can spin stops while i'm at home oh i need the the, the mega ultra super pass no, no stops i need um, to buy buy me twos I wish you could buy me too. <laughs> need to need to scam my old school friend that I don't really talk to anymore out of a Lugia by giving him some shitty Pokemon that he wanted. You were there. <laughs> he skin, asked skin. for. He asked me. I didn't ask him. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> I got to buy some cool clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he was more than intoxicated. I'll let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I don't hang out with him anymore. <laughs> 
I never said what level of intoxication, but you know, yeah. or from what substance. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, look, if, look, everybody. If you're going to be out at packs, if you're going to be out drinking with Dylan, don't get drunk. You know, normally they say don't like, you know, the, the old meme is hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your phone, hide your Pokemon because <laughs> he'll Dylan, come for Dylan's him. coming <laughs> after him. Before you know it, before you know it, all you got left is cat face. <laughs> he literally said, "Can I have this Blastoise?" <laughs> and I said, "And the sober ones." I said, "Sure, <laughs> for your shiny Lugia." And he said, "Yes." What a dumb cunt! I loved it. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Who's that, you know? Right? <laughs> oh, um, shit. Yeah, I know. This is a the, the, the fact is that the the game so Niantic has been making they're like a billion dollar company. Uh, the fact that they're talking about like struggling so much while like yeah, th- I don't think there's anything good about this story. Announcing new game, canceling games, firing nine percent of your staff while it was only a couple weeks ago that they announced their profits were up, like. It's not really the, the, but how much have they lost on these other games? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the hard yeah. part. But I, I definitely feel like from a company morale, and, it's not like it is good, those monies that they've made profits. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, well, yeah, yeah. But, I think on Pokemon Go, they definitely yeah. It, how much money they've lost on these other projects? I don't know. I definitely think Pokemon Go is making their money. They're not losing money on Pokemon Go. Everything in that game takes forever to come out. And I, f- I found out why recently. You know, I, I was yeah, like, but the costs of making this stuff for the game have gone up as well, I would assume. I feel like it's still just not good. Like, as a string of events, it's not good for your, like, company morale. Like, I don't feel like it's a, like, string of stories that mm-hmm. really helps boost morale as far as a company goes. Probably not. No. Um, but, yeah, the funny thing is, I found out recently in an interview, someone from Niantic said, the reason that stuff for Pokemon Go takes so long like um, game feature wise to come out is because it always has to get approval from Nintendo um, and the Pokemon company. Sorry, Pokemon company. So if they're like, "Hey, we want to do a community day," everything has to get approved. They're like, "We want to do a community day for Porygon or some shit." Pokemon company can be like, "Nah, veto. We hate Porygon at the moment. Change it. Do something else." Or you know, so when they recently changed the Pokemon Mega Evolutions in the game. They spent ages, whatever, developing the system, and then they had to go back and forth between Pokemon Company and the Pokemon Company to be like, yeah, that's fine. No, hate that. Hate that. Like, which to a, to a degree, you're like, yeah, it's their, it's like, it is their game. Like, it's their IP, but also it just, you can understand how that slows down a development, like being able to push out updates compared to if it was their IP, like Niantic's IP. So that's why stuff is so weird there. Yeah. All right, and then the last news story this week, right? Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, before we fucking hear about Overwatch for two hours, um, is <laughs> Skull and Bones. Apparently, back from the dead. I don't think they're allowed to license. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're my version. My version would not be. My version would not get picked up by copyright. No. We'd be we'll good. See. It'd be yeah, no it's instruments. It's just purely a cappella. Because everybody loves the sheesh sanchees, so like, why not see instrumentals? 
Eurogamer writes... Shanty Intimations? Another day, another Ubisoft release date leak. This time, it's details of Skull <laughs> Bones' long-awaited launch, which all has service. Details dug up from an Xbox store listing point to Skull and Bones having the usual array of pre-order bonuses, as well as premium items for an addition, including a soundtrack and an art book. A release date of the 8th of November 2022 was also spied, thanks to regular store watcher um, Tom Henderson, of course. After a long and protracted development, Ubisoft previously confirmed Skull and Bones would finally launch sometime this year. In late April, test footage of the game appeared online, which Ubisoft subsequently acknowledged. Taken from an alpha build of the game, the four-minute tutorial video showed a quick look at how it'll play. Um, blah, 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 blah. As of Seeb's persistent online multiplayer will keep players on the toes, robbers able to battle you and take your drop to treasure. Ships can be expanded, restocked at ports, where you can also customize your character. Ship battles appear to be a core part of the game, though cream morale will deplete over time via repeated defeats. Blah, blah, so blah. to be clear, they've dropped the idea of you playing purely as a boat. Yeah. You're actually playing as a pirate. Yeah, you're no longer the boat. You're no longer the boat. You, you mm. control the boat. You're no longer, yeah. When you're, when you're steering the boat, you're battling with the boat. You are not the boat. Get, yeah. Mm. Can you imagine this game coming out? No. You know, this game was Sorry, inspired by the naval combat. Sorry. I was going to say no. I thought you were done. I thought no, it was full no. stop. Like, can you imagine no, this game coming out? Like, <laughs> Everybody thought it was dead. Yeah, we all thought it was dead. But this game was inspired by the naval combat of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, mm. which is 2013. Launch mm-hmm. of the PS4. Which was inspired by Assassin's Creed 3. Which is launched the PS4. So it was available on PS3, 360 right? PS3. Yeah, it came out like a couple yeah, months before 100%. PS4, and then um, was that the launch? Yeah. Yep. It is. So yeah, that was 2013. It is now mm-hmm. 2022. We live in a world where the game Sea of Thieves has been out for several years, mm-hmm. and Skullabones is trying to push its way into the market. It, this this game this game's doomed to die. There's 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 no. There's no way. They, they are putting out a corpse, pretty much. It is already dead, and all the players are just going to be there with a stick poking at it, wondering who pokes it and it's going to explode first. Kieran, is it dead or is it just cursed? You know? Cursed to live forever. <laughs> That's what Ubisoft is hoping. Cursed mm, to live forever until finally somebody comes along with the final But wasn't the point, point of the hit franchise opening debut movie Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl about removing the curse of the Black Pearl. Curses aren't good things. Curses are bad. That's why it's taken so long for this game to come out. I can't remember mm. if... Dylan's excited for it. No, though. I don't really care at this stage anymore. Um, I thought we were excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> was that the we, bit? We no, were no, I thought the bit was I was excited, We've... but then I decided I'm not, so you can switch if you No, want. the bit was Dylan's excited, but we have bullied Dylan that far into indifference and so we got shell of the man that was once no 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 dylan got excited i'm pretty i, I think I'm, we've i'm on board let's let's play the, let's play the boat game <laughs> you're on board now oh ashley come on you know what's amazing though you know i don't know if you guys have realized this skull and bones is going to come out before bayonetta 3 <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a news story last week or the week before I can't remember it was recently um, and I nearly put it in there I'm like what's the point I, if I put this in it's literally just like jokes I, I'm, I'm just like setting myself up to to, to have jokes thrown at me for five minutes so there's no point um, 
Yes, I, I just don't talk about Bayonetta. What's the story though? Dan? No, I'm not talking. Talk, this is a, I, I don't talk about Bayonetta. The story was Bayonetta is not coming. Yeah, no, that's not. I, the day that story happens is. I'm getting a pizza. Fucking sad. Is what I'll be. I, I, was, I heard something. Pizza. I was like, maybe, not, maybe should I play Bayonetta? I don't mind play Bayonetta. I can stream Bayonetta. Finally, <laughs> finally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat, get, win one of these bets. Bayonetta's the one. Bayonetta is the one. Enjoy your pizza while playing Skull and Bones. I like how I'm like Ash had to clarify. Like we just just for listeners and watchers, um, we don't act. Bits aren't things we agree upon beforehand. By bits, we just mean things that naturally happened. And like, because the way we said it was like, oh, in character, uh, you do you hate the game or is that a thing I hate? I can't remember. Like, is I can actually hate her? The thing is, right, Dylan and me, Dylan, (laughs) Dylan and me are completely ourselves on this podcast. Ashley has has. Secured the bag with arcade. I mean, actually. the the uh, this game. It's just had twists and turns. You know, it's hard to keep track of where. Yeah, we're no, I'm happy. Around. Like as I said, like I I no longer care for this game. So you are allowed to now like it because the bit was that I liked it and you two gave me shit. So since I've now retracted on my um love for th- this game, <laughs> yeah, you're, now I can like you're it. free that's, to like it. I'm pretty sure that's it. where we were. Yes. So if I say I fucking hate Bayonetta <laughs> three, I can't. I don't want to. Can't wait for fuck that game. Then Kieran next podcast is that's like, bullshit, I though. can't wait that's for that bullshit. witch lady. Let's get pumped, guys. Let's fucking go. No. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't do that because that's what you're hoping for. That's some reverse <laughs> psychology bullshit, right? There. I have a secret totem. Like I, I realized a couple months back that you could have your, you could change your Discord uh, username, like thing, and like have a looping. Um, background to your name and I've, I've made it Bayonetta it's been like that for mm-hmm. months and that's mm-hmm. my like secret totem in the background at all times is just leaving Bayonetta well maybe that's what's stopping it from coming out no 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 um, it's nothing but good luck out there I like how I can just tell Kieran's went to look at this and be like I've never seen this <laughs> <laughs> I mean it hasn't proved lucky yet has it well, it hasn't even not. You could have picked like a better looping moment, right? Like, Why? What's wrong with that? It's, very... from the new, it's from the trailer. I needed yeah. a Bayonetta three moment. I needed, which of, of course is not many. Oh, <laughs> you did. okay. The, the, the pool is limited. You know, you're one of those kids that was celebrating uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen and its trailer, right? No, yeah. no, never, never, never cared for that game really. Yeah, no. yeah fuck yeah, those Mandalorians. Yeah, right. Fuck it's those the same situation. <laughs> Bayonetta three is going to come out though. Mm-hmm. I like Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Bayonetta 3 is going to come out, right? <laughs> no, it's going to get scale-bounded. <laughs> it's going to get scale-bounded. scale-bounded a... <laughs> now? Now? Like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it happens to Platinum Games again, I mean, yeah. Why does it happen to me? I've been playing that Overwatch 2 beta, boys. I paid my $60 and they were like, here, here, kind sir. Here's your velvet rope entrance. Um, (laughs) So let's just kick it off right from the start. This is a free-to-play game. Well, it's It's going to be a free-to-play game. Yes, it is a free-to-play game. You paid $60 $60 for the So so pretty much it works out. No, no, no. Yes, no, no. Because that isn't the whole thing. The ver- the, the 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 sixty bucks covers. You get you get the beta access instantly. You don't have to wait for it. People are waiting for it right now. You get two skins, which skins are skins. You get the first battle pass for free. 
and you get 2,000 virtual currency for Overwatch 2 when it launches, which they have also announced that the battle passes are going to be 1,000 virtual currency. So in theory, it's three battle passes. How much okay. does the coins That's work okay. at dollar value? Do we know the currency? Do you know how much conversion Nobody rate? knows yet. Do Nobody you know if you're going to be able to buy loot boxes? Guessing based on, them. so the Apex, <laughs> there's no loot boxes. No, yeah, there's no loot there's, there's none. Sure. To the point where they've already said, because everybody who plays Overwatch has fucking heaps of loot boxes just sat on their account that they don't use because you get a free loot box every time you level. Um, you open they've already right. been like, hey, no, 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 the game's going to auto-open them. If you still have them on the, the click-over moment from three to four, the game's like, we are auto-opening them and just putting the stuff on your account. I don't know if we want to do it here or towards the end, but like they're shutting down Overwatch 1, right? So Overwatch 2 replaces Overwatch 1 completely. 100%. Like, it goes over the top of it and uh, parasites it and kills the host and becomes the host. Um, so there's absolutely no, no way to play original 6v6 Overwatch. Once uh, Overwatch there'll most likely out. be a game mode within Overwatch 2. I guess they'll put a game mode I in Overwatch I highly doubt it. And if they do, it'll be a we already had, time mode, well, I reckon. Nah, because so we already where have, like, all the, the game, game has... conservator <laughs> conservationists. No? Well, well, the well, the thing is, the game servers are just being reused for Overwatch Two, but like we already, the Overwatch already has Overwatch Quick Play Classic, which is before Roll Lock, where you could pick six DPS characters if you wanted, or fucking three tanks and three supports, and just play the classics. Um... No, it's it's so yeah, no, that launched uh this past Wednesday. Um for those who yeah, paid that sixty dollars, you got instant access. For anybody else it was rolled out and has been is still rolling out in Marola all the way till July fourteenth. The beta so goes they, up until July nineteenth. So something? you get Yeah, there's a sign up. You could opt in. It was prioritizing console players because it wanted more console players at first because this is the first Just beta superior. that's been available on console. Um. So yeah, the game the t- the game is a lot of fun. Once again, the brand new character Junker Queen is a lot of fun to play. And, and one last question. Up. Yep. Go for if it. You buy, if you mm-hmm. bought it, can you get it on PC and consoles? Because it's going to be cross progression on both. Well, there's going to be cross progression across the board. Yeah. Um. But you so, you bought it for PC, yes. I assume. Well, the beta code. I think the Overwatch Point Pack only gave you beta access for on PC thing. for this time. Yeah, for PC, because I think it's because they can't sell the Watchpoint pack on console because it would have to be approved uh, and put through okay. onto the stores that and stuff. That makes sense. And, and yeah. It's the same thing as there's a skin at the moment that people are complaining about because there's a currently Overwatch is doing a promotional program where if you uh, subscribe, uh, gift three subs on a set Twitch streamer's um, channel, you get a break skin out of a character skin out of it that is designed based off StarCraft 2. People are not happy about that in general, but in the uh, like text, by count, on a scale of one to ten, how unhappy are they? Like an eight, because there were just like really popular streamers on that, and people were like, "Why, why are we doing this to give <laughs> rich people more money?" That's and it. it's not even rich people more money because you're splitting it with Twitch. But I think from my point of view, I'm like, it's great as long as you go and find a smaller streamer to do it to or somebody who's been kind of stuck with Overwatch through the shit times and now is kind of going to reap the rewards a little bit more from it. Um, but no, Overwatch 2 has been really good. It's a, a lot quicker game, a lot faster game. 
um, a lot more free flowing. The match types are, are kind of a lot more interesting. The new maps are beautiful to play around with. Uh, we got uh, Rio. Um, there's the the new uh, hybrid map, which um, really shows the new gameplay design and the map design they'll be putting in for Overwatch Two, rather compared to Overwatch One maps. Overwatch One maps are very open um, and very kind of built on the fact that there's going to be two tank players to and lots of shields. Overwatch 2, they don't want lots of shields. They're only one tank player. Um, no, it's a really fun game mode. Uh, they've incorporated where I said um, there was no comp mode and people wanted comp mode and whatever. They have incorporated comp into the gameplay, but without actual comp, where um, players can watch both sides, increase, uh, like play both sides of a map, which doesn't happen normal quick play. I guess it's a, a happy medium. Um, but no, game game is playing well. It's it's really fun. Uh, I'm excited to to grab it on consoles and you know jump in it with you two and, and whoever else wants to try it and give it a try. Eventually, when that happens. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's uh, it's a really interesting time. I think you know Blizzard is showing that they are wanting to keep communication up. We're already getting a balance patch this week of. Uh, changes like major changes to one character and a couple tweaks and stuff to some uh, abilities and bits and pieces that people aren't liking in the game at the moment um no i think it's a very positive time for overwatch fans and a very positive time for the game as a whole um going forward yeah i've seen some people struggling with the the meta um so, yeah, do you think it's actually... Because I've seen a lot of people complaining, because uh, I checked out a couple of people's streams and complaining that, like, oh, we need, like, two tanks. Like, we need someone else to play tank. And I'm like, isn't that, isn't that the whole not Don't idea? Need, like, nah, it's not... <laughs> I thought the idea was to get rid the, of a the tank. The problem is, the, the, thing, the thing is that people just have to learn how to play without a second tank. There's not a sixth person doing damage anymore. There's not a sixth person that's going to take up enemy shooting at them anymore there's you know support players that were originally maybe just relying on the fact that there could be a tank come and save them uh kind of getting punished a lot more for poor positioning um for not using the map geometry correctly um and not learning of that overwatch 2 is very much if you get caught out in the open by yourself and you're you will just get obliterated straight away but it's it's kind of um learning from that and, and changing up your gameplay style from it overwatch 2 is a much quicker game than Overwatch 1 is. There is a lot more fights, a lot more skirmishes. The maps are designed that way. I think people just need to adjust and learn how to play the game uh, because even to the point where individual characters need to start being played differently to how they were previously. Um, I think, you know, it's going to take a little while for Overwatch, for Blizzard to, to fine-tune it and to to bring everything full circle and, and kind of make sure all characters feel good within the system. I think there's one or two characters that um, need to be changed over or just kind of adjusted here or there but other than that i think it's, it's in a very good spot and um i think it's positive i think the the for you know it's something like um 300 and something days since the last actual new piece of content was put into overwatch one so to finally get to this point where there is a roadmap with every nine weeks there's going to be a new season start um with a new character happening every other season and then the seasons in between there'll be a new game mode or a new map added each time um, I think it is everything is is kind of um, showing a very positive mindset coming from the Blizzard team. There's a now I think the community is now beginning to understand that a lot of the problems we had with Overwatch Two 
um, when it was announced and, and, and going forward was because of the mindset and the thinking of game director Jeff Kaplan and the member, senior members of the team at the time. Those members were moved on. Um, we had, you know, a bunch of the team stepped up into new roles and it was then transitioned into this game service, this live service game that is looking at living and breathing and giving roadmaps and communicating more and, and showing more about what they want to do with the game. Um, I think it's a very, it's a, you know, in the last maybe three to four months, they have 180 this game for me. I'm actually really excited for Overwatch 2. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's a great time for people to to either give Overwatch a try if they've never tried it before once they get their hands on the actual free-to-play game or, you know, come back to it. If, you, if you've played it a couple of times, didn't love it, didn't like it, come back and give it another try because I think Overwatch has learned a lot of lessons from um, kind of from Apex and, and from these other free-to-play games that are available now and doing so successfully. Ash, you thought of something funny, I feel like, five minutes ago and you are holding on to it. <laughs> just... You know, it's just funny the idea of this, like all these friend groups of six people, like having to cut somebody. Oh, it's the fucking! It is like a weird thing. I just, we have. I just imagine like making t-shirts to say, did, "But I was the other tank, and now <laughs> all I got was this t-shirt." <laughs> Got to be a bench warmer somewhere. So. Everyone, everyone yeah. now has a bench warmer. I mean, the other thing is like obviously there's the the players show on uh, Paramount Plus at the moment about competitive esports and league of legends you know if they ever did season two about the overwatch and like that'd be a funny <laughs> bit just having to cut the, all these players i don't <laughs> love the week i was saying about you know people asking for competitive being dumb uh i i want to say i've seen a lot of people already i've seen like in the replies on twitter and youtube comments on like the like people already like this character's fucked. You, the game's already bad. You need to fix whoever. Like, there's already so much stuff, and I'm like, that's always it's fucking happen. early access. Like, oh, is there ranked? It's it's gonna happen. No, no, I think not officially. Like, it's not ranked properly. Like, the only thing that's different now is um, so Overwatch normal quick play previously was you either attacked or defended a map, but you didn't do both. Where competitive modes, you do both. Um, where that now happens in normal quick play. Um, which is the main change. So it was more a case of making games longer so people get more time to play the game rather than having these quick game modes, um, extending it. And I think that's kind of the happy medium that, yeah. that Blizzard came into. Whatever character, I'm the same people complain, oh, the fucking teleport's broken, something, something, something. Uh, Symmetra, Symmetra had a big rework this beta and they're having to fix her a lot. Um, Mercy had some controversial changes or changes where it's you kind of look at it and go, why Blizzard? Why is this a, a thing anymore? Like, why is this a thing now? Um, personally, I think Mercy is a character that needs to be changed a lot because um, a character that is completely devoted to healing, she doesn't really do much damage or much actual attack power. She is um, in uh, it's the it's the support everybody hates in League, Dylan, the one that just attaches to somebody. Um, and floats around. I don't know if that was out while you were there. Maybe that isn't. There's a character. All she does is like shoot a beam at somebody and connects to them and leashes to them. Oh, and heals them yeah. yeah. And you look at it. Idea. Yeah, yeah. You you look at it, and when you look at the scoreboard, one of your players has zero damage done, and isn't doing more healing. Isn't doing you know lots of stuff healing that way. You kind of like what the fuck is this character in the game when the other team has five players all doing damage. Um. I think that character just needs a lot of work done to it. And they're still tweaking it here and there to find characters that had a niche or had their, their set form or, or part to play in Overwatch 1. Um, 
is yeah, it's changing over. They've already announced they want to have less um, aim based heroes in the game, like Mercy, that isn't all relying on mechanical skill, which I think is a very positive thing for supports and tanks. Um, and they've already shown in gameplay design. Overwatch One had a problem where only um, one character's abilities were kind of individual to that character. There was only one character who could like speed up their whole team. There was only one character that could cancel healing on the enemy team. Um, and they've now changed their gameplay philosophy, so multiple characters are going to have these abilities. Now Junker Queen, who's just been brought out, has an ability that heals other players around her, which no tank has ever had. Um, gives everybody a speed boost when you do the ability She's which a tank? ever had. And her ultimate in a tank. I thought yep. she would she yep. looks gives like everybody not a tank, but She's a tank. She's she is a um when she does her shout, she gives everybody a hundred overheal on top of their health and gives herself two hundred health straight off the bat and gives everybody plus ten percent movement speed. Which and also her ulti cancels healing on the people she hits with it. Like she is a very brawly and very full-on tank. She is a lot of fun to play and very much changes the gameplay a lot for Overwatch and Overwatch in general. So um, I think the last day or so, I've seen more people kind of settle down with playing her, so it's not just her in every single game. I feel like I'm fine with but people complaining it's, uh, about it's, like, character changes and stuff, but like, if you're acting like it should have been yes. done yesterday when you've, you've paid... I know you paid to play it, but I like it's like still the, early the access. Is, like The whole idea of early access is to... Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very weird. I think there are there is a portion of the the community that does this math where they're like, okay, we haven't had a new character in three years. We generally get three characters a year. That means that when Overwatch two launches, we'll get nine characters because they they've just been saving the characters they should have released them for this game. And so when it was announced that at launch there's only gonna be three new characters. People are like, what the fuck? What have you been doing this whole time? What is going on? Blah, 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 blah. Like, Making the game. It, it is, it's very... <laughs> that is some very puddle-gate-sounding like bullshit like, to me. <laughs> yes, it is It is 100%. And I feel like a lot of communities... Game devs lazy. Yeah, 100%. And it, so it's just very weird. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's... You're going to deal with it. I think overall, I'm very positive about Overwatch 2. And, and this is... Especially for Team 4 within Blizzard, I'm very positive about them um, because I think they seem to be wanting to progress and wanting to change as a gameplay studio and and wanting to kind of change up how they've been doing things. Blizzard is very much set in their, you know, ever since World Warcraft and World of Warcraft, they're very much a case of, hey, every time we want to release a new section of the game, we're going to release a new box for it. And you have to buy that new box every couple years to be able to keep playing the game where they're transitioning out of that this free-to-play model is very different for them um they're they're learning from what other people's successes are and that they're pushing the right direction that combined with microsoft taking over you know in the next couple years i'm i'm excited overall yes it's still shit that um douchebag ceo is still has been reappointed onto the board again for another couple years yes that kind of stuff's really shit Yes, hearing stories that Blizzard had to give Overwatch the Overwatch devs, or thought it was appropriate to give Overwatch devs a matrix to uh, tell if a character was hitting the right demographics and they had the right spread of um, sexualities targeted and nationalities targeted and different things. That's all gross. That's like, what the fuck, Blizzard? 
but I think there are positives and, and hope for Blizzard to move forward as a company to to better off and better themselves and give people some franchises that they really love and appreciate without being shit human beings. Only time will tell, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll, I will uh, give it a spin when it comes out. And, yeah, so, and it's free. So. It's not like I'm giving them money. It's so. free, so why not? I will not be paying the $60, though. So, yeah. But, yeah. You don't have to. Like, nobody has no, to. That's well, the thing. Like, I've, I've had a friend complain. I've had a friend complain about the $60, and I'm like, dude, you didn't need to buy it. You didn't have to. You just did because you love Overwatch. You know? You, you, you didn't have to buy it. You could have waited for a beta key if you wanted a beta key. They've already said everybody who signs up for the beta is getting beta access. Whether that is you get the last three days at the <laughs> end of the beta or you get the whole time, different story. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. For me, I think the 60 bucks, when you look at it is if you work it out that, so uh, Apex Legends Battle Pass is for you guys. How much is uh, that roughly? Is that 15 bucks, 15. 15 to 20 bucks? 15 bucks. 15 bucks. So if you average that out, that it's going to be somewhere between 15 and 20 bucks for a Battle Pass, that 60 bucks covers three Battle Passes, I can get three Battle Passes out of that value right like it's fine and also i get some skins and i get beta access and if i didn't already own overwatch one i'm yeah. gonna get i don't, overwatch I don't think one the as value well. is not Excellent. there if that's what you if, if you get for it like you get your money's worth. i just i i for me i don't need to i'm not going to get my money's worth, so i'm not going to pay no for you 100 yeah. percent. that's the thing 100 if it's to get your value you, you have to be someone who's going to play a lot of overwatch and you're going to get you would have and mm -hmm. you, we're going to buy those season passes and you're going to get value out of it but yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Um, yeah, so, or else it's like you're paying 60 bucks to not pay the game, not use the season passes, not use, yeah, so it's a waste of money. So. Um, all right. Ash, do you have any last comments on Overwatch before we wrap up? Uh, no, you know, look forward to it actually coming out and then, you know, we can all move on. <laughs> Positive energy to end the show. Uh, let us know your so, comments. Side note, you know, <laughs> yes. we, we were talking earlier during the direct section about yes. that, right? Uh, Which one? Legend. What's it called? RPG Time, Legend of Right? Yeah. yeah. Do you know? It already came out. Yeah, I think I said that, didn't I? It was exclusive to Xbox. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Because there was a few there that were shadow drops or just like out now, so, or out tomorrow. Yeah. Thing, so. No. So it's not a sequel, it's a port of the Xbox. <laughs> That was exclusive to Xbox and Windows. Right. PC. Yes. It's definitely not a sequel. Yeah. No. Yeah. There you go. Very confusing. Very confusing. Um, Absolutely. Let us know your comments, questions, concerns about Overwatch, Nintendo, Partner Direct, uh, uh, Niantic, Pokemon Go. I don't know. Anything else we've talked about this week on the show. Um, check out explosion.com for all the other stuff that is up now or going to be up shortly, including those. The Jacob stuff, which will definitely up his reviews. Mine, if not shortly after this uh you can find all of our twitters and our discord heading to explosionnetwork.com slash discord explosionnetwork.com slash twitter and if you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support where you can donate as little as twenty thousand dollars to help out me and kieran until next week same time same couch <laughs>